Welcome to the Real Hill Podcast, a ministry of Bunker Hill Christian Church in Bluff City, Tennessee. Our goal is to seek, serve, and grow to make disciples of Jesus Christ. Join us weekly for a behind-the-scenes look at what is going on at the Hill and how you can be a part of what God is doing. I'm your host, Sarah B. And I'm Grant Foster, lead minister here at Bunker Hill. And I really hope you will journey with us as we try to create a place where church comes home. Welcome back to the Real Hill podcast. We are on week two of our series on forgiveness. How's it going, Grant? It's going good. How about for you, Sarah? Good. We had a great day on Sunday. We missed you, but it looks like you were living your best life out there. So, Oh, yeah. Got got to spend some time in the outdoors. But I mean, you guys were getting back to some roots here. I mean, uh, we had a whole bluegrass set and oh. uh, Brad came in and, and uh, of course, Brad grew up here and I mean, just kind of getting back to the roots. So it was awesome. It was so. great. I felt we had a really high energy. The worship team killed it. It was just a, a really great day for everyone. So, you know, here we are in a very important uh, season series um, as we round out our love better theme on how we what is it love others better um, so forgiveness has a lot of um, different meanings for people um, and basically the premise this week and if you guys want to go back and go in the app and check the replay of um, Brad's message but mm-hmm. the basic question we were asking is who do I need to forgive and he brought up um, you know Peter asked Jesus well how many times do I have to forgive my brother just seven times are we done mm-hmm. And the answer was no. It's basically countless times that you have to forgive. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. kind of hard for some people to accept. So Yeah, well, and I and I think it was important for us to kind of walk to this question next because I think one of the things that we saw as people were discussing and um I think we just kind of know if you know it it happens to all of us that we try to make those little exceptions, you know, uh when it comes to forgiveness like I I I don't have to forgive this. Um, but sometimes it's even more so I don't fr- have to forgive this person, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, it, either the sin was so great or, uh, well, their family or their friends. So I don't really have to go through the action of forgiveness. And um, I think a lot of times uh, because of that, we just kind of excuse our way out of asking or uh, even giving forgiveness in this case. And so, yeah, Brad really highlighted uh, this idea uh, on on who we have to forgive. And I think, you know, for a lot of us, I think deep down we know uh, that Christ calls us to forgive everyone. Uh, but it, it is hard for us to do, depending on the context or the circumstances of uh, whatever hurt or offense was caused, you know. Mm, well, absolutely. It definitely can vary. Um, and it can be on a spectrum. Like we may feel um, ready to do it at one point and then we put it off and then our hearts harden again. So it is, it's hard. Um, and I like to think of relationships on a spectrum anyway. So uh, I yeah. guess one of the, the things that came up in our extra rounds, so <laughs> is one of the requirements when we are forgiving someone, do they have to have asked for forgiveness? They need to approach us with an apology or ask us if we'll forgive them before we have to do it. Yeah. That's another question that comes up a lot of times. Um, and I, I think it's, I think it's interesting because in both of these circumstances, it really depends on the relationship as to how we view it or what excuses we'll make, you know, um, with family or friends or somebody that we're going to see over and over again, uh, we kind of ask those kind of questions, uh, including that one, which is, do they have to ask for forgiveness? You know, we don't think about it 
uh, if it's somebody we're not going to see a lot of because we go, well, I'm probably never going to see them again. And, and so I don't really have to forgive them or whatever the excuse may be. But a lot of times when we're asking that question um, or even when we're struggling to forgive, it's because of the relationship of seeing that person over and over again. And a lot of times when we know we're going to see that person or stay connected to that person, we almost want to weigh out <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. so that we don't have to face the reality of, of what we have to do. But yeah, I, I think this question of, um, you know, uh, forgiveness in, in the sense of, do they have to ask for it? Um, you know, I think we would like to like to think they do. <laughs> I think we'd like to convince ourselves that at the very least they should have to ask, you know, Um, but that even in itself defeats the purpose of forgiveness. Hmm. Um, because what we're trying to do, even in that moment is still make that person pay or feel some sense of shame, um, or even make them hurt as much as we did. And the truth is the majority of people are just not going to, you know, a lot of people are going to go on with their lives, even after they've committed offense or they've hurt you. And they're not looking for your forgiveness. That's just not the way of the world. It's it's not really what's ingrained in us um, uh, from that fallen state. And so uh, to answer the question directly, uh, no, they don't have to ask for forgiveness. Um, mm. If we look throughout Scripture, you know, the hard but powerful truth is uh, nowhere in Scripture do we see that they have to ask for it. Um, what we do see is two things. One, if they ask for it, then we absolutely have to forgive, uh, you know, it, and it may be time after time after time, uh, as we're going to talk about even a little bit this week. But uh, on top of that, they don't even have to ask. There's no one in scripture where it says that. And so what it does say is we do have to forgive uh, if they ask or even if they don't for ask. Uh, not because of the pain or the shame that we've put them through, but because Christ calls us to, to be something different than the world, to be uh, more uh, proactive instead of reactive uh, when it comes to the action of forgiveness. That's true. And at the end of the day, we've all maybe all been that kid that you have to apologize to your sister. You're not getting dessert or something like that. <laughs> and yeah. we've all been forced into a fake apology or, you know, at school or at work or something. And you, ha- you know, you have to do it, but you your heart's not really in it. And we don't want yeah. just a, ho- a hollow apology from people. We want it to be genuine. Um, right. And so what I will say, the reason this can be hard for us is we feel like, okay, well, I'm willing to forgive, but they just have to ask and I'm happy to do it. And that's a kind of a clever way to get out of it. Right. Because we have a feeling they're not going to ask. So. Right. Right. Um, exactly. And, and, and one thing I will say, just from getting to know some people here, and um, you know, we are in the South and it, it is definitely a lot more polite than when I grew up, uh, where I grew up. And sometimes, you know, we have a tendency, Grant, to just push things under the rug, sweep them under the rug and cover it up and just, you know, how are you doing? Bless your heart, you know, just move on mm-hmm. when there's really a lot of bitterness and resentment under there. And I think, you know, if you find yourself in that kind of a relationship where there's just things that have been unsaid that that you know hurts that you have or things that you need to forgive for I think it's important to start that conversation or at least open it up if the person's still in your in your life and you can still approach them uh, safely and everything I would say it's important to start that conversation and to try to seek reconciliation um, yeah, because yeah. you can only control what you say and do you can't will somebody back into your life you can't 
you know, control their reaction, but you have to do as far as you can do the best that you can do in those situations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, growing up in the South too, to echo what you've said, Sarah, you know, we like to cover it in Southern charm. We like to disguise it in Southern charm. Well, I'm not going to say anything or I'm not going to engage this just because I, I want to uh, create that Southern hospitality. And, you know, to a point that's good, but then meanwhile, you know, if, if, if we're really going to do that, that means truly forgiving and letting go. But a lot of times what we do is we say uh, that we're going to sit in that Southern charm and kindness because of that. And then we just stew. And then when we're with our friends or our family, we talk about them um, mm-hmm. and or or we just kind of grow in that anger a lot of times. And, and really, all that's doing is just creating the cycle of bitterness uh, that never really disappears. Uh, but we're creating this false persona to make the person feel loved. And uh, a lot of times, you know, I, I, I think that we think we're fooling people, but ultimately we can't fool God. And he knows what our heart is saying when it comes uh, to the love of that person or moving on uh, from that hurt. Absolutely. And I think that's the key there. Um, God knows, and um, we're called to be obedient to what he's putting on our heart. And, you know, there have been times that I've been prompted to reach out to someone. I'm like being stubborn about it and the prompting doesn't go away. <laughs> we'll come back, and, <laughs> and we want to make sure that we're open to that. Um, I, I find for myself, what I try to do during communion is kind of search my heart and see if I'm holding on to anything, you know, because we do at our church, we do communion weekly. It's a kind of a good weekly check-in. Yeah. Um, to make sure we can examine our hearts and, you know, accept that forgiveness and that communion with God without holding against a brother or sister. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And I guess, you know, the, the issue is, well, what if the person is, you know, for safety reasons, you can't connect with them or they've passed away long ago or mm-hmm. you don't know where they are. Um, in mm-hmm. that case, you know, how would you suggest somebody go through that, you know, step of forgiving them if they can't communicate with them? Yeah, well, and I don't want to get ahead too much because the exciting thing is this week we're going to get down to the practical ways and uh, how we forgive, you know, so there's Mm -hmm. going to be some real steps there of moving forward. But I think the big thing is understanding the purpose, again, of forgiveness is uh, not to uh, necessarily forget what happened or put yourself in a dangerous situation. But the act of forgiveness is something that happens uh, internally. And I'm just going to echo something that... um, Really, Brad brought up this week. I thought he gave a great definition of what forgiveness is. He says, forgiveness isn't giving up. It, it, it is. I'm sorry. Forgiveness is giving up my right to hurt you because you hurt me. And mm-hmm. I think that's really well put, um, you know, that it's giving up my right to hurt you because you hurt me. And, and that doesn't take the other person being present. It doesn't even take them being alive. You are just moving on um, from that act of trying to retaliate or vengeance. And, and you could say, well, how do you even do that to somebody to move on? Well, you can still hold that grudge and that anger of trying to hurt that person by maybe the way you treat the rest of the family or friends or those that knew the person. You're still trying to take stabs at them from uh, that standpoint. And um, so, I, you know, that act can still take place. And it's, uh, you know, it is actually an action of, uh, of our will. Uh, that has to take place as we move forward. And so that person doesn't even have to be present uh, for us to do that. Yeah. And that's really good. It just kind of gives us more autonomy in that situation that we can make strides um, and be blameless on our side, you know, by, and I think sometimes in a lot of these situations, not every, it's not just the blame's not just on the one person. And I'd say in most situations we've had a part in it too. And I think it's okay to confess that and, you know, maybe lead with that. If you are able to speak to the person and do want to reconcile, it's okay to lead with, Hey, I messed up. 
I, I'm sorry. Um, and without saying, oh, it's because you did this, but no, I'm sorry for my part in it, you know, and I think, yeah, and, and that can help. And I'm sure you go into that um, this coming week, but you know, these are all things we can start thinking about. Um, I know it takes a lot of work uh, for some of these hurts that are deep. And, you know, if we wanted to flip the camera around onto ourselves, like mm-hmm. are there debts that we want canceled? Like, wouldn't it be great if, you know, the, the thing that we regret most that that person would forgive us and, you know, why, so we should be willing to do that for somebody else, you know, yeah. and, and how good does it feel to, when you finally paid off a student loan or finally paid off a credit card bill or something <laughs> to get that paid in full is forgiven. Yeah. Nothing yeah. more for you to do. And I just, I love that clean slates are a really big deal. Um, and how wonderful if we could do that for somebody else. So absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I guess um, as we wrap up um, and prepare for next week, you know, how would how would different would things look if, you know, we could all sit around the Thanksgiving table and everything that we needed to forgive people for, we had done that in our hearts. Would that make our relationships easier? Would that make things more you know, enjoyable for everybody? Absolutely. So, I think without a doubt, you know, we, it would look totally different. I think the world, our nation, uh, our churches, our families, everything would look different if we had that heart of forgiveness. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the state that we're in with this state of being, you know, kind of in the fall and, and the sin of uh, humanity uh, has left us in a place where uh, we can only imagine what that day will be like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think the great thing is uh, that we're all invited uh, to a table uh, that we don't deserve to be at one day. Uh, you know, that ultimately as God's kingdom comes and uh, we're uh, reconciled back to him, um, then uh, we get to see what that creation will be at, uh, uh, about, really. And, and then I think it'll be steeped in this idea of forgiveness and grace. And um, I, I think that's what will make it such a beautiful time. And it, it's good to know that, you know, the kingdom of God, as as Christ says, is is here. It is now. It is mm. coming. It is one of those things that we are a part of. And I think forgiveness is something we can practice now or get in the practice of so that we can get glimpses of the final kingdom and uh, Christ's ultimate reconciliation uh, of his creation and, and coming back into relationship with his creation. So forgiveness is one of those moments that we get to practice here and we get a glimpse of the kingdom while we're here. So. And that's exciting for all of us to have that access. Um, and I think the other image that either you or Brad um, brought up, it's like when you're heavy, carrying a heavy hiking pack around, when you finally get to take that off your shoulders and put it down, just what our sense of relief. And I feel like a lot of us carry around this emotional baggage um, and hurts and all these you know, records of wrongs that we've been keeping. And to be able to just give that up and give that to God. Um, and I just think that that's a great way to look at you know, this process that we're going through. So. Absolutely. That's a great point. Yeah. And that was definitely Brad that says that uh, because he was a Marine. So he was tough. Um, I personally like to have an airframe and not really have to carry <laughs> a lot. So I, I give all credit to Brad on that one. Yeah, so. absolutely. Great. And um, so I think this has been a really uh, good series for us. I think we've had some great discussions. Um, if you all are coming in person, we do meet after the sermon for extra rounds and we discuss some of these things. We would love to have you join us. And also, if you want to interact with us on anything, you share will be anonymous but if you want to go in the app and on our podcast thread share questions you may have or things you'd like us to address or you know feedback anything like that 
we really would love to hear from you. You know, we're doing this as a, a ministry, but we really want to connect with our community and, you know, maybe share some things we don't get to on Sunday mornings um, or just reminders throughout the week. So we'd really love you to be part of, you know, what we're doing and join this conversation. Absolutely. So. And, and I think this is something uh, we're going to continue to practice even after this series is over, hopefully. <laughs> Absolutely. So just to switch gears here, we have some exciting stuff coming up um, this fall. So I didn't know if you wanted to uh, drop a plug for one of our big events later this month. Yeah. Now, you know, you know me, I'll have to go to you on the dates uh, because (laughs) you are the organizer and the admin uh, in so many ways for these dates. But uh, one of the big ones, of course, that we have coming up is Trunk of Treats. And uh, we want to invite you out to that. And uh, you want to give them the date on that, Sarah? Yeah. So it is actually Halloween night. So Monday, October 31st um, from 630 to 8, um, we'll be in the church parking lot. Um, the difference this year, is, if you've been in years past, it's actually going to be a walkthrough event. So you don't just put down your car window and speed off, but you get to <laughs> go through and visit the different decorated trunks and tents that we'll have set up with volunteers. And then we're also going to have a fun like nachos and cheese kind of situation after you've got all your yeah. candy. Your kids have gotten all that candy. So we really we look forward to this event every year. It's just a great way to serve the community and just to get some new people um, through to yeah. see um, what we have to offer. So yeah, I haven't picked have out some... my costume yet. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, you're good. I was just going to say, we're also going to have some giveaways that night uh, from the youth and the children's area. Um, so uh, we're excited about that. Um, I, I, uh, my family is apparently doing the Hamilton theme. I don't <laughs> even know that was my daughter's idea. So yep yep oh my goodness i can't wait to see that oh my word yeah it's gonna be something else so um and one more thing one more thing to let everybody know about um october 23rd uh we're planning to have a bonfire weather permitting uh we do these uh throughout the fall if you want to come out and join us for that on october 23rd that'll be at 6 30 uh and it's right across directly across from the church you can come out and have a good time around the bonfires we make s'mores and fellowship and uh sometimes we even have some music so we want to invite you out for that yeah, it's a great, great time of year for that. So we hope to see everybody. Um, again, we, we just thank you for being part of our community and for listening and just uh, let us know how we can pray for you. We are definitely are as the staff and, and team, you know, praying for our church to just grow this year um, and be able to expand our reach um, to love other people better. So absolutely yeah awesome well thanks grant i hope you have an awesome week i can't wait to see those costumes <laughs> absolutely all right all right we'll take care later, sarah right, bye-bye you've been listening to the real hill podcast please visit us online at bunkerhillchristian.com or follow us on facebook and instagram at bunker hill christian church Thanks so much for joining us and be blessed this week.